What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 351st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, and with me today is Will. I'm glad you're letting me go first because Greg is evil. I am not evil. Greg is evil and Matchington Mansion is a horrible game. If you're on the cycle of mobile games, skip Matchington Mansion. They lie. What is Matchington Mansion? And A, I am not evil. (sighs) B, what what the heck is even... Is that one of those, like, do the puzzles and get furniture games? Yes, but I thought it was like like you like you you know that one where you see like it's the kitchen and the the faucet is leaking and there's mice running around and there's like an electrical short in the refrigerator like kind of like my house yeah um and then you have to like pick each item to fix each thing you have to pick the right item oh. I thought it was like that but it's no, not it's, it's, it's basically not. Candy Crush except you pick your furniture and yeah. I feel like I was lied to. I mean, that's just poor research. (sighs) Look, I'm not getting paid to research mobile games. (laughs) Greg is here. I am here. I am not evil. I am benevolent and good. Will You are benevolent and good on the dark side. Man, you guys need to get married already. (laughs) (laughs) We already had this conversation. No. Besides... Besides, Will Besides, shaved off his beard and nobody Will loves him anymore. Will shaved off his beard and that is the end. I don't even know what to do. I feel betrayed. The beard channel is a lie. <laughs> I left everything the beard is channel just, months ago. <laughs> everything is just wrong. My heart hurts. I can't play Manchington Manor. <laughs> Manchington Manor. You gotta, you gotta get on the uh, Clash Royale bandwagon. I think Greg and I have been playing it for three years straight. Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. Why do I still play this game? <laughs> it's actually better. It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. The thing is, is once I sort of stopped caring about the results and just played like, oh, I have two minutes and I just want something that's fast. Well, when's the last time you actually played ladder? It's either doubles or it's clan wars, and neither of those make you feel bad if you lose. I played one, I played one-on-one purely by accident because I hit the wrong button and I couldn't (laughs) I couldn't cancel in time. Perfect. Did you win? (laughs) Yeah, I won. Okay. I'm not not bad at the game. I just don't enjoy the one-on-one stuff. And then I usually, if I'm in one-on-one, I am for sure muting the other side because they gave away too many really free bad emotes in that game, and they are terrible. This is my strat. You don't mute, and you just put up with it, but you don't say a single thing, and then when you win, you spam the heck out of your emote. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I deliberately bought Princess Kiss and Goblin Kiss for 2v2 endings. (laughs) (laughs) speaking of mobile games this is a pokemon podcast and we have some pokemon uh go news as well as other pokemon news oh see there's a bit of a transition there so uh before we get into news uh the trico community day was yesterday uh, Saturday, March 23rd, that was the first time Niantic tried their new time, which was 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. 
any time. Yeah. Whether you were in Japan or London or Paris or uh, St. Louis, all of Nebraska, it was uh, just three. <laughs> all of Nebraska. Yeah, just Lincoln not, not just Omaha. Lincoln. No, yeah. Is there, wait, what else is there in Nebraska? <laughs> Nothing. I actually once did work for the state of Nebraska, and I couldn't tell you more than Lincoln or Omaha. <laughs> you no, know, it's it, like it's the only state that you can fall asleep in at the wheel and still be driving forward and never hit a thing. <laughs> I heard some people apparently found that confusing that it was just 3 p.m. no matter what. I think the reason they did it was to not be confusing. I mean, it was a, I mean, it was a change. And like, if somebody hadn't deliberately told me, like, said, hey, I can't make it because the times changed, I don't think I would have known the times had changed. Uh, the app tells you. The app says, yeah, hey. The app throws up an annoying banner that the minute I see it, I say, dismiss. I do not have time to read whatever you're telling me. <laughs> I don't read instructions, and I'm not going to read your little news story. Is this an Apple or Google thing? Can, can Niantic not push out notifications on, like, a specific schedule? Because I feel like sometimes people get, like, the notifications late. Like, I know I know we've gotten, um, like, I, th- I think it was maybe you, Greg, that you got the yeah. Women's Day I got the Women's Day, like, like an days. hour before it ended. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, I didn't get it. I, it just never came. And then I was, I was like, I'm like, oh, why are all these pink things around? And I went online and found out. And then an hour before the whole event ended, I got the banner. Hey, it's Women's Day. Oh, okay. Maybe that's like an Apple Google thing. Could be. How was uh? How was your guys's community days? I think we all went back to our normal areas. Yep. Mall of America was packed. Everybody was waiting in line for everything. I went there with Vince, and I got sweet, sweet, sweet karmic payback. Because usually, and Steve, you can attest to this, usually when we all meet up, Uh Vince is like, I already have three shinies. And this time, when we met up, I caught two, and Vince had none. Oh, okay, okay. That's that's really interesting, because... Actually, I had a very similar situation because James is the one who normally gets like zero to two max shinies, and I usually get like 15. And he got, I think he ended up with seven, and I was like scratching by at the very end of the (laughs) event to try to get my third one. So I was only there for two hours because I had to leave at five. When I left, I had 10. Vince had five. Ooh. Vince still did another hour, so I don't know what the final total was, but it was sweet, sweet karma to be like, this is what it's like, Vince. This is what it's like. There was one time when we were standing in a corner, I just got four in a row, like boom, 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 boom. And I've never had that kind of luck. So I, yeah, it was a weird luck time for me, which was good. I, you know, I really like both versions of Trico. I think Trico is great. I don't like Septile, but. I think Trico and Grovile are great. I mean, so, being, I mean being yeah, lucky oh. feels good. Yeah, being lucky feels yes. real good. I mean, being I, lucky in front of Vince feels real, real good. I personally, when I buy lottery tickets, I love to lose the first, you know, 40 times. Because wi- winning the lottery ticket on number one just doesn't feel as good as winning it. You know, the longer the lottery ticket hunt, the better it feels. Well, you gotta build up the you, anticipation. You've put the time in yeah, at that's that right. point. You've put the work in. 
I put the work in to continue to walk to the gas station (laughs) over and over. I mean, the first time it's like, well, did you even earn it at that point? (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) You didn't earn that lottery Uh, winning, and therefore you need to give it to me. I did win $4 in the lottery, so this has been my week. Did you actually capture that Ultra Beast on just the first encounter? <laughs> no. Was that really shiny on the no. first encounter? Sure? It wasn't. I was watching. I was watching the hack stream. Um. <laughs> wait. So wait. I, I also. I need to be honest because I. I wasn't in my normal location. I was in the train station. I do not count the train station as my normal location. It is my. It's too cold to be outside location. Yeah. I okay. mean, Mall of America is too cold because I can't do victories. I can't wait for April so I can go back to victory. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back out at the national mall uh for hopefully cherry blossoms and everything oh actually i might go to philadelphia next either way when you play pokemon go at the train station there's only so far to walk around it's no mall of america sure correct so yeah we went to uniqlo tried to see if they had the monster hunter t-shirts uh in the american uniqlo they did not uh we went to starbucks we kind of diddle daddled walked around a little bit and then we're like let's just go to shake shack get some wine and beer and sit at a table and play board games and like just see what Trico spawn around us. <laughs> so that's what we did for like the final two hours of community day and then like three more hours after that. <laughs> that was pretty okay. That's pretty good though. I do like to play me some board games. Um, I did board games last night. We played Root. Root. <sighs> Wait, Steve, you haven't played Root yet, have you? I have you? not, no. Yeah, that's coming to PAX East. We're going to okay. play some Root. All right. Uh, so Irene joined me on my uh, my community day. She got her three shinies within about 10 minutes, which is classic oh, I- nice. Irene luck. <laughs> uh, we went to the mall, where at, I've been to the mall uh, previous, and I usually walk away with anywhere between like 7 to 12. I think 12 is the most I've ever gotten at the mall. I think 7 is the least, but... The first hour at the mall, I got one, um, and the main reason I was going to go to the mall is just to get, like, three and then leave, uh, but also to eat, also to use the bathroom since I had no toilet for about eight hours because <laughs> uh, great story. <laughs> they were installing a new one. How did you break your? Did your cats break your toilet? Did somebody break your toilet while you were in Japan? N- no, I think when I was in Japan, the seal finally gave on the toilet because it was the original oh. toilet in the house. Because uh, yep. when I got back from Japan, there was a bunch of water in my basement, uh, and it was coming from the toilet pipe. Hoip, hoip. So the landlord uh, just ripped out the toilet and then feel- realized that there was a million more steps because it was a toilet from like 1955. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're trying to install a toilet from 2018, 19, uh, the, the toilet technology has changed, people. Uh, so he needed way more parts than he anticipated, and it took eight hours. So while he was replacing a toilet at my house, I was catching Pokemon. So we were at the mall for an hour. We were going to eat there, but uh, I, probably the same thing that Greg reported, man, Mayfair was... Busy, 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 and I did not want to wait for food or deal with uh, people at the mall. So I was like, you know what? It's actually pretty nice out. Uh, it's like 55 degrees. The sun is out. So as long as you're not in shade, it's actually pretty comfortable of a temperature. Let's just go to uh, the park. Let's walk around for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, and we went and uh, 
one of the gyms that was an EX Ray gym was getting ready to pop an egg. Um, and we walked around, I think, for about 45 minutes because we had to wait for the egg to pop. Uh, and I just shiny after shiny when I got there. Uh, I ended up, I think, getting like 10 shinies within like 30 minutes. And we did the raid and then we left. So uh, Irene and I were really only out for about playing. We were probably actually playing for like 90 minutes uh, because we were driving. We were also running errands. Like we picked up her wedding dress. It's all done and um, in a box and will probably never be seen again. Yep. <laughs> That's how it works. Oh, I would say this for the first time. There were two Dialga raids during Community Day at the mall. Oh, yeah? So you got Dialga finally? Well, I had had it before, but we got two more while there, which is, it was just weird. I mean, like, one of the things like, uh, uh, oh, this never happens. I, uh, they really need the- to do, like, a lunch hour during. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the funny thing is the third one, we got to a third one that had like four minutes left. And I was like, well, do we want to do this? I want to pay money. So I just popped in to see how many people there. And I'm like, oh, there's nine people waiting. And then he hit the button to spin the picture. And when it came back down, it said 19. I'm like, 10 people joined in the two seconds that I spun the picture for this raid. That's how fast things go at the mall. Mall America is so good for raids. It's really good. But I mean, it was packed yesterday, like uncomfortably busy. There were so many people. The spot again because there were so many people. The spawns were happening so fast that I mean, there are times when we just stopped so we could try to check all the ones. And a lot of times, I was just catching things to try to clear out clumps. I'm like, they're all clumped together, and I yeah. keep clicking on the same one, so I've got to clear that one out and then try to get the other two. So I mean, it was very successful. I mean, I saw a lot in the two hours that I was there, but. It was there was an uncomfortable amount of people. Uh, I was gonna see this is this I don't think applies for Greg. Maybe maybe it applies to Will. But I asked this during one of my Twitch streams because I noticed the park I go to is called Elm, Elm Grove Park. If for whatever reason you're like I live in Wisconsin and I can track down Steve on Community Day, <laughs> but I think I've talked about it before. Uh, but Elm Grove Park, I've been to. I think the first time I went there was Charmander. I've, uh, you know, I've been back ever since. I think almost every Community Day, I don't, I don't stay in one location anymore. Mostly because every Community Day, I'm running errands. I, I go usually start at the mall, run some errands, end up at the park, run some errands, and I usually check the park one last time uh, before I go home. At both locations, at at Mayfair, um, and at Elm Grove Park, I noticed that this was the lowest turnout of players that I've seen and uh in those two specific locations uh especially Elm Grove Park where uh which I can't remember what community it was but uh I drove through Elm Grove Park and I didn't get it on my car because it was so cold but it was like a 20 deg- I can't remember which one it was it was like 20 degrees and there were just a hundred plus people walking. The the park is cool because uh, the parking lot's a little bit higher than the. I don't know. There's like there's like a playground and there's like a basketball place and then a volleyball place and a huge man made lake where people fish and then a couple bridges across the lake and then I would say to walk around this man made lake probably takes uh you know thirty five minutes but you can kind of see everything just from the parking lot. There's also a pool there. So it's pretty easy to see the entire park at once. 
usually like a hundred plus people. Uh, if there's a raid, it's usually you know multiple groups, and they do the whole like organizing thing. But yesterday, it. I mean, maybe there were forty. Like there was just not a lot of people. Like we did that raid. It was an EX raid, and I think like only nineteen people showed up for the EX. Like it was a machamp. But why would you not do it? Because like that gym gives you an EX raid pass. So like, who cares what it is? There's more than enough people. Just do it and get your EX raid pass for you know next week. And so I asked people, and other people said, yeah, their community days did not have enough people. Obviously, that's a very scientific, uh, you know, research mm-hmm. I did there. I asked some real people, scientific. They reported back, but I don't know if you guys felt that. I personally felt it, but maybe. W- I would say maybe it was the weather or something, but it was nice. My point is it was nicer than other community days. It was very nice outside, and this park was pretty empty compared to, you know, the past 12 community days. I I did only see or was only approached by one other Pokemon Go player because it it does happen that when you play Pokemon Go in the train station, people will walk up to you and say, I'm not going to do a voice. Um, Do you have your... (laughs) Pardon me, sir. Do you have your Switch with you? I just need one more Meltan for my Melmetal. People Could do you that? Possibly... Oh, <laughs> at the train station they do. What? The switchless. They're like wow. the switchless zombies wandering around and they see have... you playing Pokemon Go and like, do you have, pardon me, sir? Um, Of course, this is a complete exaggeration because it's usually like, Hey, do you have? I wasn't gonna do a voice. Hey, you're gonna no, do I'm it. gonna do, do it. it. Do it, do it. Hey, do you in. have a switch? Cause I need, I need to do the Mel Metal, and I need Meltan. Can I, can I use your switch? So wait, hold on. Have you had your switch before? And this is why they're asking. Will Anderson doesn't like to lie, <laughs> <laughs> but Will Anderson does lie to strangers when they ask him if he has his switch with him. <laughs> Because, yes, of course, I always have my Switch with me. <laughs> I never have my Switch with me. I I don't... I, I would need a bag. I would need a lot. It's just, like, it's oh, I, you, you know my little black bag, my little yeah. pull-pull bag. Um, So I have had, like, two board games and my Switch in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know whether to chalk it up to the new time. People didn't know about the new time. The new time was too late. Or the fact that it's Trico. And like, ugh. I think the real problem is oh. all of these so-called. Po- I'm just, I'm just kidding. All of these so-called Pokemon fans were all up in arms about Squirtle not getting glasses, and then Yantic did the thing, and they gave Squirtle's glasses, and then everyone was unhappy that they weren't the right glasses. But the fact of the matter is, you asked for glasses, they gave you glasses. What more do you want? I want the right glasses. And no one's over here asking for Trico to get a little straw in his mouth. I mean, little, I was asking for a Modi to listen to it. Yeah, I thought I would hate the 3 to 6, uh, but I didn't mind it. Uh, I didn't mind it. I mean, it was fine. I mean, it worked a little bit better in my schedule, but I don't know. I, it didn't feel that different. Like, I mean, I just got a little more nap time in before I actually had to go down to the train station. Yeah. So, no complaints there. Well, I just had a uh, low tad appear in my house. Let me pin up it right here. No. Uh, It is not shiny, but this is off Pokemon.com. Low tad springs forward in Pokemon Go. Can you weather this? (sighs) 
Can you weather okay. this weather-based limited research event featuring Lotad? A new weather-based limited research event in Pokemon Go is on its way with a focus of water and the grass-type Pokemon Lotad. The event will occur on March 30th, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. in your local time zone. Spin the photo discs at nearby Pokestops to obtain field research that will lead with encounters with this, this Pokemon. Keep out for uh, keep an eye out for other Pokemon that could be impacted by weather, such as Castform. During this event, you may even encounter Shiny Lotad and Shiny Castform. Shiny Castform. Good old Shiny Castform. That is now, that's something I, I can get behind. Remember, as long as you've collected the limited research during the event window, you, will, you can complete it at any time. And don't forget, you'll want to visit as many Pokestops in order to get new field research tasks and encounter as many Lotad as possible. Good luck braving the elements to find this Lotad in new limited research events. This is our, have we had, we've had two events every month, right? Like this, this is, we thought March was only going to have one, but they snuck in Lotad that last minute here. Because last month was Clam Pearl, and the month before was Feebas, right? Yes. Yeah. I can't wait, wait. till 2020, where we have three events every weekend. <laughs> so maybe yeah. I misunderstood the dates and everything. When, when is, is it, isn't Lotad just like all the time now? It's not just like a one day. Is it? No, the limited research is that one day. But did they say which day? No. March 30th from 11 a.m. Oh, how dare they? What? I know. Wait, what's the issue? It's, uh, what's wrong? I'm, and I'm confused because I thought Clam Pearl was in March, so I'm really out of it. <laughs> Clam Pearl was February. I um, just, I, when I saw the little Lotad thing pop up on my loading screen... Which I glance at. I'm a little little better than Greg. I actually glance at that <laughs> just notification. I thought they meant just like you'll get low tads as research tasks, like for the rest of the month for a couple of weeks. Spring, oh. hooray! Well, they went from. I mean, it's three hours to nine hours now. Well, yeah, that helps. Except we're. I'm not going to be home. I mean. Yeah, you're going to be at PAX, but what are you going to... PAX, PAX on Saturday is the worst. Look, this is my PAX. By the way, <laughs> Will and I are going to be at PAX. I'm not going to be at PAX. I will be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think Will's there the entire time. Uh, my plan is yeah. to go to PAX on Thursday and Friday and then skip on Saturday because Saturday's the worst day at PAX. By then, uh, two days, I feel like I've seen the entire convention. And also, uh, there are other things to do in Boston. I'm probably going to do those other things on Saturday. And while I'm running around Boston, this is perfect for me to spin stops to get low tab. Well, when you put it that way, as long as we don't go to Primark, I'm fine with it. What? That's one of the things I want to do. <laughs> I knew how to get his goat. <laughs> Primark's so good. Primark is so bad. I want to get new t-shirts and stuff for like $2. Well, you go ahead and do that. I'm the, I, I gotta live on the streamer <laughs> budget. I can only afford two dollars. You can only afford Primark clothes. Oh boy! For just fifty cents a day. Uh, I I think it's people complain that they wanted these things to be longer. This is longer, so we'll see how that is. I don't know if 
you know, one in 25 chance to get a shiny or whatever the odds were last time, percentages were. I don't know if they're increasing it, decreasing it. Uh, but the times are longer, so when you're running around doing, I have no, I like, I'm sure there are probably some people listening being like, I'm going to do the entire thing. You do you. Nine hours is a real long time to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think this is cool, especially if you're just out and about on Saturday running errands or walking from, you know, store to store or park to park. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's happening this Saturday. Uh, final bit of Pokemon Go news here before we take a break is Garatina is returning. Origin form and altered form are coming to Pokemon Go. This is the second uh, time Garatina is around. Uh, trainer, this is off Pokemon.com. Trainers had the opportunity to battle Garatina in its altered form. That is the one with feet, for those uh, unsure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they will soon be able to face a different encounter as Renegade, this the, as the Renegade Pokemon returns to Pokemon Go. The legendary Pokemon Alters formed will briefly appear again from Thursday, March 28th to Tuesday, April 2nd. So please make sure to hit gyms if you did not catch it during its debut. Then, starting on April 2nd, Giratina uh, will transform and trainers will be able to battle its origin form. That is the one where it looks more like a snaky ghost, snow feet. It's like flyy, kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, it always looks like a centipede. Yeah. Yes. Like a yes. flying centipede, which is like the most horrible, centipede. horrible thing you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Correct. So I'm, I am sad I'd never caught a Palkia. I think because I only have how one. I, how am I supposed to create my new universe by destroying this one if I don't have all three? <sighs> it's true. I'm I'm very upset now. Wait, I thought you only needed Dialga and Palkia so you could control space and time. Yeah, and then Giratina's like, nah, but if I capture Giratina, oh, then it's then like, Giratina can't get Giratina in the way. Giratina can't get in the way. And then <sighs> all y'all are in for some real fun. Oh, who's not evil now? You. I know I'm not evil, because you're evil. Yep. I am definitely evil. I will create a whole new universe in my image. <laughs> uh, oh, here it is. Uh, April 2nd to April 29th will be origin form Garatina, snake form, flying form, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No feet form. No feet form. Uh, and it is a ghost dragon type Pokemon, if you forgot. I think that's it. That's all the Pokemon Go news we have. We have a little bit of other Pokemon news, which we will uh, tackle after our break. Ah. What about you, Irene? I watched the anime on the WB. 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 And we are back from our break. We got some more Pokemon news here. 
This is actually from our Slack community, from our Addict channel. They have they, Sometimes they find news and they send it on in and we report on it. Uh, I don't know. I think we report on this. If not, it's just a friendly reminder. Uh, Eric from Slack sent this on in. It says, attention all Pokemon trainers. Funko is releasing a Charmander pop figure. <sighs> that horrible <laughs> disfigured monster thing that I saw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, not much of an article, but uh, it does say that it will be released <laughs> uh, June 7th, and um, it did sell out or out of stock on Amazon last I checked. But uh, in the article, it uh, has a link to Barnes & Noble. That's a place. So yep. if you go to uh, Barnes & Noble's website, bn.com, and you type in Funko Charmander, you can pre-order it for the $10 it may or may not be worth. It's horrifying. Look at the head. The head is too big. Yeah, it's, I mean... The eyes are too vacant. It's the the Funko Pop style, which is, again, kind of garbage. But, like, the head is just... uh, It's disturbing. How do you call it a style when, like, they're all the same? Well, they're iconic. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> say that without laughing. Wow. They're iconic. I, I'm still missing the Pikachu one. I, my Bulbasaur one is apparently supposed to get here this week. I ordered it off Amazon, so I guess I bought this one, and I guess I'm getting Squirtle when Squirtle's coming out. I will say, Funko Pops, non-existent in Japan. They just don't have them. Oof. I'm liking Japan better and better. Another article here over from Slack. This one is from Kevin off NintendoLife.com. The Pokemon TCG was in development before the first games have even been finished. Well, how I, long after the series started did the games did they come, come out? out with the cards? Yeah. Like, I don't remember I think, when the cards I think came out. I would be more surprised if I remembered at all the time frame. I don't, yeah. But you know, what, what's, I'm, I've disappointed myself right now because, of all people, I should be knowledge master of TCG history. You should be. From the beginnings of Magic the Gathering through the Zatch Bell crisis of the early thousands. But <laughs> I, like, was Pokemon before Yu-Gi-Oh!, that is the ultimate question. Okay, so according to online... The internet, you mean? Yes. Uh, the Pokemon TCG was first published in October of 1996. So it came out right after the games came out in Japan. Well, so hmm. Then it's no surprise that it was It's no surprise, because they would have had to have been developing at the same time for that sort of turnaround time. I think people are surprised because it came out much later here because I think Wizards of the Coast picked it up and it didn't start coming here, if I'm reading this correctly, until 2003. No, it had to have been out before that. Yeah, yeah, because I had the cards while playing Red and Blue. Yeah, no, Pokemon Company took over in 2003. So when did Wizards... Oh, right. Out. The Pokemon Company bought oh, Wizards back Wizards did December stuff. of 1998. That seems right. Yeah. So, again, that's not a huge turnaround time. 
I guess it's just not that surprising. Like the it, like designing a card game, designing any game takes a lot of time, and they would have to like the artwork could come at any point. They'd have to figure out the mechanics well before you know you can just slap the art into the little slot. Apparently, this originally came from. So we're reading this off Nintendo Life, but it came from uh, an interview uh, with. Asushi Nagashima from Creatures Inc., which was discussed uh, in an interview uh, with Famitsu and Silicon Era translated it. When asked about the trading card game development leading up to launch, Nagashima revealed that the work and co- uh, the work began on the concept before Red and Green, known as Pokemon Blue in the West, had been completed. The trading card game was first released. Several months after the games debuted in Japan, but the development team clearly saw the franchise's potential to expand early at stage. Quote, at the time, I had yet to be involved in the Pokemon cards, so this is what I've heard, but it was uh, Creatures founder um, uh, Ishihara, (laughs) who was at the time uh, studying board games of all sorts. At the time, Pokemon and Red and Green were still in development. But from how you could collect the first 150 species, 151 species of Pokemon, and the game had a turn-based battle system, it was very compatible with the TCG format. That's how we began development, so I hear. Uh, Elsewhere, they discussed working, uh, they discussed sourcing illustrations to feature as many designs on the cards themselves. As collectors will know, a single Pokemon card may be featured plenty of times throughout the entire collection, but each design had its own personality. And then they went uh, they went in to uh, describe how they got different artists and stuff for these cards. Um, Interesting. If you are curious about the entire article, it will be in our show notes because I try to now link the articles we use in our show notes um, if you're into that kind of stuff. Pokemon did come out before Yu-Gi-Oh! So... Yeah, but in this particular history of trading card games that I am like the poor student who is rushing to learn the information (laughs) before the exam reading right now, they said, obviously, Magic was the first trading card game. If that's not something you knew before today, folks, you learned a lesson from me. Magic was actually the first ever trading card game. No trading card games before that, 1993. This is the world Greg and I had to grow up in. Yep. I was working at a card shop at the time. Games. There were a ton of, like, 94, 95, a ton of trading card games for, like, every intellectual property out there. That they just, like, people, like, they saw that Magic was so popular, and they're like, oh, let's make a Star Trek trading card game. And let's yeah, make there this were a lot. So it's kind of, like, obvious that they would have done a Pokemon trading card game as isn't part that, of that craze. Isn't that Cole's whole purpose for living, is finding all the... Ancient trading card games. <laughs> the, the Island of Misfit TCGs. Yeah, I feel like Misfit TCGs. trading card games. Yes, all the expired, no longer published trading card games. I mean, I still have a ton of WoW trading card cards that I need to figure out what I'm doing with. <sighs> this was sent in by Gabe uh, in our Slack community. Gabe sends in a Game Informer article titled Pokemon Detective Pikachu Filmmakers Tested Casting Danny DeVito. Why would they have done that? Why would they admit that? Why would they reveal that? Let's edit this out. Gone. I don't even want this in the universe. 
we visited the set of Detective Pikachu. I, I guess we, as in the form of Game Informer. Game Informer did it, yeah. Visited the set of Detective Pikachu in April of 2018. We asked producer Kale Boiter if they were aware of the demand and whether or not it was considered the demand of the Danny DeVito memes. I don't know if memes equal demand, but I'll carry forward. Whatever, sure. Quote, we definitely thought about it and how it uh, it might inform the spirit of it. Danny is incredible, by the way. I'm a huge fan of Danny DeVito, end quote, Boiter says. When they were thinking about who to cast for uh, Pikachu, VX, VFX producer Greg Baxter says that he and his team took lines from the assorted actors' past roles and animated early versions of Pikachu to see how the audio looked. Danny DeVito was one of the actors they tested for. Quote, it was really very funny, so I couldn't speak to all the reasons why it wasn't Danny DeVito cast, Baxter says. I love Danny, and at some point, maybe after the movie comes out, we can share those early tests. It was absolutely hilarious. Boyder also offered a strange cryptic tease saying, quote, I can't give too much away. But in terms of where the story goes and how it evolves, we sort of had a look at everything, including what fans weren't seeing yet to make the decision. But that spirit of Danny DeVito, I promise you, is still inside Pikachu, end quote. Uh, when I said that it sounded like a great quote for the movie's poster, poster Boyer laughed and said, by the way, Ryan would po- probably love it. Um, and then it goes on about what Detective Pikachu is and coming into theaters so even though I feel like this article is really the the at least the premise of the article is like just easy clicks because you put the yep. words Danny DeVito and Pikachu together and they said they went to the set on April, like almost a year ago and they're just producing this article now. It sounds like the producers didn't even talk to Danny DeVito. It just sounds like, hey, we took no, a bunch of didn't. voices, we put it behind Detective Pikachu's mouth moving, and it was funny and Hey, Game Informer needs some extra clicks here. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they did voice testing. That's not like bringing a person in for any serious talks. Right. They just said, hey, we have a bunch of existing stuff. And so I'm imagining the lines they picked, probably from TV shows, having Pikachu say that is very funny. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure having, uh, you know, Mike Myers having pulling some voices from Shrek and putting them behind Pikachu is also probably pretty funny. But that doesn't mean Mike Myers was considered to be Pikachu. <laughs> I actually want to see Pikachu taken and put um, over Danny DeVito in Taxi. And ah, just like completely go. redo Taxi with Pikachu in that cage. Uh yeah I yeah I'm 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 sure it was very funny I I'm pretty confident and I maybe I should look this up again that Danny DeVito was on either like Jay Leno or Conan or Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Hendrick I don't know whoever the talk show hosts are I can't remember which one but it was around the time Detective Pikachu was getting buzz and I'm pretty sure the talk show host asked about it and Danny DeVito was like I don't like Pokemon at all. Why would I do that? Wow. But Who I doesn't could, like Pokemon? I could be paraphrasing, or I could just be making it up. Who knows? This is a very uh, trustworthy podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Gotta fill time somehow. Yeah. That's, that's right. 
Final bit of news here. Uh, no sword and shield news uh, this week. This is usually how Pokemon stuff goes. They announce a game and then they don't talk about it for a month. Yep. We're in the quiet time. <laughs> the stewing actually, time. They actually put all the news articles on 4chan to like float them to see how well they're responding. <laughs> 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 don't you dare. Bring out the actual reveals. Stir it up a little bit. This is off TechCrunch here. Last news article. Niantic's Harry Potter Wizards Unite is a sorceress smog smog smorgasbord smorgasbord for Pokemon Go generation. There's a bunch of articles about uh, Wizards Unite. Uh, I don't know if we'll talk about it a lot, but oh, um, we will because I'm officially becoming a WooTuber. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> stop right now. I think we'll talk about Wizards Unite a little bit when it comes out, just because I think it's very easy as uh, as humans. I think it's only nature to compare something you like to compare to something new that exists. And I'm sure that every single article coming out will include the words Pokemon Go and Wizards Unite to get those clicks. Click, 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 click. Uh, this is Niantic's third game. Um, and their first two games seem to be a hit, so I can't imagine this game is not going to do poorly but uh, Niantic's follow-up to the absurdly popular Pokemon Go the long-awaited Harry Potter Wizards Unite has one major drawback unlike its predecessor you cannot explain it in a single sentence there is so much to do in this game it may repel some casual players but while it lacks the depths of systems and collectibles may be nigh endless don't worry you still basically walk around doing wizard and witch stuff. When first reported back in 2017, last week I, I being TechCrunch reporter, <laughs> got to spend a short time playing the game at Niantic's office in San Francisco. And while they didn't reveal all their secrets, I was convinced enough, uh, it convinced me enough that Harry Potter Wizards Unite uh, will be a huge time sink for any Harry Potter fan and will probably convert or cannibalize many players from Go. If you're worried that this will be a slapdash cash-in effort like some of the Harry Potter tie-ins that we've seen, boy, you both can probably attest to how many Harry Potter board games they were at one point. There still are. And Actually, some of them are good. Are some of them Okay. Yeah, especially like the the Harry Potter deck building game where you have to play each of the years. That one's really good. And then there's one where you have to flip the board um, over. Oh, I can't okay. remember the name of that one. Wasn't there a betrayal system for Harry Potter or something like that? Like a house I you walked know. in? Uh, anyways, if you're worried about this being a Harry Potter tie-in, don't be. This is legit. Rowling isn't evolved and the voice actors are sound-alikes, but still legit. I'm sure Rowling is evolved. Wait, what? Maybe they're saying Rowling isn't evolved because she's not tweeting things after the books have come out. <laughs> oh, she tweets plenty. She's plenty, plenty's going on in that Twitter feed. <laughs> and just to get some major facts out uh, before we move on, it's coming out sometime in 2019. It's coming out in 17 languages. There is no wand accessory yet. I asked and they all looked nervous. <laughs> <laughs> minimum specs are reason reasonable ar is optional it is free there are in-app purchases hmm. so what is this game it would be misleading to say it's just harry potter go 
there are similarities, but there's a lot more going on. Uh, the author is so kindly going to bullet point what you can do in the game, and I'm going to read those bullet points now. Number one, uh, you can walk around a wizarding theme version of the real world looking for locations into which re- to resupply uh, and find and and quote foundables to encounter. Guess those would be like pokeballs or potions or berries. I guess would be foundables. Yeah, probably something similar like that. Uh, you can number two. You can dispel battle or otherwise deal with confoundables associ- associated with these uh, locations. Uh, number three, you can earn reward items from encounters and for entering foundables in your registry. Foundables is a real weird word. I'm just Foundables gonna... is a terrible yeah, word. That is not a good word. Well, because they're trying to so like there's foundables and confoundables, which is like what what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? This there's a language. <laughs> use it. Use it, please. Uh, number four, you can use reward items to level up various professions, brew potions, and battle alongside others at fortresses. I thought they said this wasn't going to be similar to Pokemon Go. Why is Fortress in this game? But that's like the gyms. Oh, so there's just giant. Uh, okay. That was a bad joke. Moving on. Number five. Yes, it was. Find rare foundables that advance find findables, find. the overall plot of why this is all happening anyways. Why it's all happening anyways is they want to make money. Look, sometimes... And Harry Potter is deeper than Pokemon. Sometimes uh, you just want to make a fun game. Who? Who? What? Unheard of. Um, so they break down the bullet points more. Uh, so, you know, the first one, you can walk around the real world, which is also considered the, re- the, the wizard world. You can uh, switch, swish and flick. Uh, when you tap on an encounter, you enter an AR minigame where you can cast spells. You generally do this by tracing the shape with your finger in order to cast the spell. Uh, you don't get to choose the spell. Unfortunately, it is built into the encounter. But the more accurate and the quicker you trace, the more power, the better the power of the spell will be. Uh, a bit like throwing the qua- the ball in Pokemon. Foundables and confoundables and the other twenty things. Uh, so this would involve creatures and potions and other objects in the Harry Potter world. There's a lot. I mean, I, I guess the author, the author of the article said, hey, there's a lot in this game and it's hard to explain. This article is really yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. This article is incredibly long. Um, so I'll, I'll include that in the show notes, too. Uh, but going back, the reason I pulled this article to begin with is, one, I'm sure there is a very decent crossover between people who like Harry Potter and people who like Pokemon. There is also, there is also as we know... Plenty of people who play Pokemon Go currently who do not care about the Pokemon aspect of Go. They True. might care about getting shinies, but that's, mm-hmm. remember, because they care because shinies are quote-unquote rare. Uh, they might compare, they might care about getting good IV'd Pokemon, but keep in mind, IVs don't 
actually really matter that much, especially in battles. Uh, but they are good things to brag about, just like people who brag about shinies. So even though there are Pokemon players who are very in love with Pokemon Go, who love shinies, who love good IV Pokemon and play very religiously, there are a lot of those players that just do not care that it is in itself Pokemon. So I am actually very curious that how many of these players are going to convert um, yeah. defect defect is the right word <laughs> and before uh, there are arguments to that right there are, the, the argument is well these players have put two years of their life into this game they've probably spent lots of money why would they just get up and go but i think you can also argue if this is at, at its core the same type of thing which is get together with friends drive around do your dailies get cool stuff and there's more to do. I think that in itself is a good enough reason, yeah. right? Like going, it's for me, maybe not for other people. It's very easy to compare Pokemon Go to something like a World of Warcraft or another MMO because we have seen people, Greg, convert from putting, you know, 10 years into World of Warcraft and moving to yes. a different MMO. Like, that is a thing. There is a breaking is a point, thing. even though you've there committed yeah. so much time and so much money to the first thing. It's true. I did do that, yes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I don't... Is the breaking point for these people, Pokemon Go is too simple, and they well, want something more... They want something more engaging. I think... Like it's interesting to talk about the parallels of people breaking with MMOs because one of the biggest things where people drop off is when you're in between interesting things to do. So it was easy to leave WoW after I had completed the existing, you know, that expansion was done. It was going to be another seven months before the new expansion was done, and the stuff to fill my time in between was not interesting. I think one of the things that we're seeing with Pokemon Go doing these weekend events and doing these raids all the time is to keep people actively engaged so that it's harder for them to think, oh, nothing interesting is going to happen for three or four months. Let me try something new. Now is my chance to escape. Yeah, I mean, there is, there's part of that mindset, like, well, there's nothing here, and I sort of have that itch, so I'm going to go try something else. And I think part of why we're seeing this ramp up of events in Go is to always have something for people to look forward to to keep them engaged with the game. Because, like, was it 2017 where it was one every month and nothing in between? It was very easy to sort of wander off. I mean, they're the same company, so as far as they're concerned, they don't care if they poach people they're going to get their money no matter what and i yeah. do think looking at this article the fact that you have actual classes and skill trees and things that it feels like you're very connected to that character is a big draw like having a much more personal feel other than weird customizations that don't do anything like the trainer in go doesn't do much 
you it's just your representation it doesn't make things easier to catch you don't you can't put skill points somewhere you can do medals which help but really a lot of that is passive um so i think it's very interesting that there's a much more active this is what you do hogwarts go yeah but uh, but my trainer in pokemon can walk around without any shoes on which is like almost true to life almost but yeah i i mean honestly i think kind of the thinking is there are people who like like pokemon but love harry potter and the people who like pokemon are kind of like yeah, I play Pokemon Go for the kicks, but they're like, they're, they're, it's like tenuous. <laughs> Something yeah. could happen to break that connection. But man, you get them sucked into Harry Potter Go. I'm sorry, Wizards Unite. <laughs> Wizards and Unite. And you've got them locked in because even if yeah. they break that tenuous connection to Pokemon, they're going to deep dive into Harry Potter I mean, land. One of the things they run the risk of, though, is. I mean, looking at this, this is incredibly complex, and there are people, my husband included, who don't want that level of complexity in a mobile game. They well, like can the play Matchington Mansion, yeah. okay? Yeah, I mean, they like the fact that they can <laughs> jump and go and catch something, and that's the end of that transaction. The thing about it, though, is like, I don't, I don't think Pokemon Go needs to be any more complex than it is. No, I think I, I actually like how simple it is compared to something like the actual video game like i don't i i like that it's simpler i like that it feels relaxing and you can walk and do it and still talk and have a good time and not worry about like okay well i have to stop because i need to figure this out and we need i need to like quickly pull out a calculator and do some calculations yeah which i feel like happens a lot in the main series game where i'm always like busting out a calculator for something um but also Pokemon Go is a very different game than it was two years ago. They've added so many new features, trading and raids and gym battles and trainer battles and different types of evolutions. And yeah, I think they can probably kind of get away from I think I think they're in a good spot to make a more complex game at the start, because I think not only will they get a bunch of people who like Harry Potter and maybe have never touched Pokemon Go, I find it hard to believe that the however many active Pokemon Go players they have right now, I find it hard to believe that n almost all of them won't just give this a chance, even if that's just to yeah. download the app and launch it once. They have such a huge audience ready to give this game just you know, 10 minutes of their time. And I think that's all they need, right? They just need to grab you just for a second yeah. for you it to is, convert or play two games. Even. Or play two games. I mean, it is a mobile game. People play multiple games on their mobile game. Like, my Pokemon Go day-to-day -day is mainly just me in the morning walking to my office, and then I don't touch it a lot. So there's nothing stopping me. Like, you know, it's getting... You know, Wizards Unite can be added into my game rotation of Pokemon Go, Clash Royale, Regalia Lost, and then I could do Wizards Unite. Like, I don't play all of them for a ton of time. So, I mean, if it's more, if it's interesting enough to capture people, I, I, I think they're less concerned about people 
like cannibalizing their own audience, but making both compelling and unique enough that they'd want to play both. Like, I have a feeling like the collecting aspects of Wizarding Unite might be less than it is for Go. Like, here's nah, your collecting game. You gotta and get all those your... fantastic beasts. <laughs> and where to find them. them. You gotta get all the potions. You gotta get all the spells. Um, yeah, but, but I mean... I, I can tell you I'm not gonna be trying this game, so... You're not gonna even give it a... You're not even gonna try it once. Don't nope. give it a try. Nope, not even once. I have, nope. I have to know. I have to know what it is. And I can tell you this too. What's gonna? There's going to be a riot, and a guaranteed riot in 2019, because they're going to have a Harry Potter, whatever the equivalent of a community day is, at the same time. I as don't they think they're going Pokemon to. Go I don't. I don't day. think you, they're going to overlap. How much them. you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Oh, here it is. Here we go. I feel like if anything, Niantic is smart enough not to overlap those two things. Well, I disagree. I don't think that they're smart enough not to overlap <laughs> those two things. All right, Attic Channel, decide what the bet is. What we uh, there's one more minor thing I want to talk about, and then we have Pokemon of the Week and uh, Question of the Week. Those don't take a terrible amount of time, so we're going to nope. take a quick break. Oh, you haven't seen the Pokemon of the Week this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're no. going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, we'll wrap up this Harry Potter Pokemon discussion real quick. <laughs> We are back from our break with uh, talking about Wizards Unite and Pokemon Go. I did a quick Google search, and because we do all the most in-depth research, so you, the listener, <laughs> do not have to like, subscribe, uh, share, and comment below, and let me know what your favorite meal was today. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Seriously, this is off wizardsunitehub.info.com. Maybe still pending. I'm not sure here. Uh, but this was from March 5th, 2018. So a little, a little far ago. But uh, it does look like the author here did do their research. Uh, so this is comparing just the Pokemon universe with the Harry Potter universe here. And, um, Pokemon came out originally in 1996. Star Wars, which they're also throwing in the mix here, came out in 1977. And Harry Potter came out in 1997. So Harry Potter a year after uh, Pokemon. Pokemon's total revenue is $55 billion. That's of it last year. Keep in mind, this is 2000, early 2018 money. Star Wars total revenue $42 billion, and Harry Potter at $25 billion. Nothing to sneeze at here. <laughs> We're going to break down Harry Potter's earnings. Uh, $8.53 billion was uh, box office. $7.7 billion in book sales. $7.3 billion in merchandise. $2 billion in DVD sales. 
and 600 million in rentals. And then this was actually by Google Trends, which is a really interesting statistic here, geographically, Google Trend data. They use numbers to say how uh, it gives out data relative to other search queries. So the numbers are not uh, absolute, of course, but it is popular in terms of regions. So worldwide, Pokemon ranks at a 25 and Harry Potter at a 16. Bigger number, better. Uh, The UK, Pokemon is 21, Harry Potter 18. Russia, Pokemon 5, Harry Potter 11. You heard, so all these Russian, what do we call them, WooTubers? Wizards Unite. Wizard Unite. YouTubers. YouTubers, yep. Um, yep, WooTubers. So uh, Harry Potter more popular in Russia. United States, Pokemon 23, Harry Potter 13. Brazil, Pokemon 40, Harry Potter 22. Australia, 27 to 14. China, 16 Wait, to... 27 to 14 what? 27 Pokemon, Harry Potter 14. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. China, 16 to 13. Japan, 25 to 11. Canada, 28 to 15. Um, again, this is back in 2018, but uh, data shows here that 70% of Pokemon Go players are between the ages of 13 to 29. Um, and that was off a, a survey mar- monkey... Uh, survey that uh, you can click on here in the article. I'll include this below in our show notes if you want to see their data they gathered. Uh, 63% of people playing Pokemon Go are female. The people spending money, 45% of all people playing the game make less than $50,000 a year. And uh, 34% of the people playing the game make $100,000 a year. Hmm. That data doesn't really tell you how good Harry Potter Wizards Unite is going to be, but I guess the uh, the question I have, and there's no answer for it, is the first week of Harry Potter Wizards Unite going to be bigger than the first week of Pokemon Go? I mean, if they fix the server thing and it's a better thing and doesn't crash all the time, yes. You you mean you can actually log into the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like they have a head start on possible popularity and compensating for it, so it will probably be a better launch experience and will probably do better. I don't... See, the thing is, is that I don't know that... Like, you can look at Pokemon Go, which is already a video game, and people are used to playing games, and, like, that's a natural connection but if you look at the large amount of harry potter fandom like what i'm curious is how many people who read the books also then go see all the movies who also then also want to play a video game for it because like harry potter is a very huge franchise that that started with a book whereas pokemon started with a game so like a game feels like a natural extension of an already existing audience so it's hard for me to sort of dive down into what the conversion rate of the super popularity of Harry Potter, does that actually translate into the super popularity of a game? Because I don't know how well any of the other Harry Potter video games have done for the series. I don't even know if any of them are any good. Harry Potter video games are not good. Well, yeah, I, I, the last time I played a Harry Potter video game was probably on like the Game Boy Advance when I was like 14. <laughs> 
And there was a lot of real bad Game Boy Advance games. <laughs> I mean, there's no way they're not going to feed off of each other. Like, things that worked very well in Wizardings Unites will probably find their way some way over into Go. Yeah. Like, if it's super, if that's a super successful thing, and it's the same company, they're like, yeah, put, put it over. And we've seen them cross over with Ingress, where uh, to celebrate Ingress's relaunch or update or whatever, it was like, here's shiny Cubone and shiny Ponyta. One's blue, one's green. Also, you can get a green shirt or a blue shirt in the store to celebrate Ingress. I'm sure not a lot of people realize that's why Ponyta and Cubone were things for those, like, 48 hours. But that's actually why they were randomly shiny for a weekend. I did not know that. Yeah, that was to celebrate the. I think it was like the two point or something. It was like a big, big yeah, update to. There was Ingress. a big update to Ingress that they celebrated. They like I don't remember all the changes because I don't play Ingress anymore. But it was to celebrate a big change. Mm-hmm. All right, that leads us into our question of the week. It's time for the question. It's time for the question. It's time for the question of the week. That was a bop. Yeah. I'm actually going to... Gabe is getting two mentions. Uh Uh-oh. That dude is so cool. He's a real cool Gabe. Uh, Gabe said, (laughs) which which animal would you like to see as the new electric rodent for Gen 8? An electric rodent for the British Isles. Uh, So we had Pikachu. And then we had, I guess, technically Pichu, kind of a cop out for yeah Gen Two, but Gen Two is bad. So moving on, uh, we had Plusle and Mine, and they had to make up for the badness in Gen Two, uh, and they gave us two. Uh, Gen Four is uh, Pachirisu, Pachirisu, which is a squirrel, right? Yes, call that a squirrel. Um, and Gen Five is Emolga. Which is, which is best a flying squirrel. squirrel. Them all. Uh, we get to Gen Six, which is actually the best one. Dedenne. What is Dedenne based off of? The best electric squirrel. Uh, it's not a squirrel. See, did you <laughs> ever see the movie Ratatouille? Uh, with the rat. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that. Just because he likes to eat. Delicious foods. So. Uh, I don't know. What I'm it's going based to the Dedenne page and seeing what is if they have a what is based off of a gerbil or a hamster. Okay, according to both. Yeah, I can see. I can see a gerbil. Sure. Um, and then seven brought us Togu Dumaru. It is a thing. Yeah. Uh, Togu Dumaru is what? Uh, uh, a, a porky or uh, a hedgehog? Yeah. Yeah. Pine. Um, yeah. More. Yeah. More of a hedgehog. Yeah. A New World Porcupine. It could also be a hedgehog. Okay. Or a Riku Kuyu Spiny Rat. Yeah, I'm sure Uh, it's that, of all things. Well, I mean, sure. All right. Once again, a rodent for the British Isles. What's a rodent for? Okay. uh, Well, we have both mice and uh, rats. Like, Raticate is just a big old rat. Pikachu is more of a mouse. Those are different. Well, Pikachu's the electric mouse Pokemon. It's very... Uh, Raticate is the uh, big rat... Po- I actually don't know what Raticate is considered. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <gasps> to say Lemming. 
is going to be an ice electric type. Lemming? Raticate yeah. is uh, the mouse Pokemon. It is not a rat. <laughs> there, are, there are no lemmings in the British Isles. What is yeah. a lemming? Like the game Lemmings? Well, yeah. it's actually a real creature. Actually a real creature. It's actually... It's... Oh, it is! Look at that! Yeah. What if it's a sloth? Well, is a sloth a rodent, or is it a sloth? No, it's a sloth. I, I, I'm going to stick with my isoelectric lemming. That a is lemming my choice. A lemming is a small rodent usually found near, Arctic, it, uh, near the Arctic and tundra biomes, similar to a vole or a muskrat. Yep. They're cute. It's also part of the something family, which includes rats, mice, hamsters, or gerbils. Whoa, what's the difference between a... M- Wait. No, mice is just plural of mouse. Never mind. <laughs> delete, delete, cut this whole part out of the podcast. Wow. I'm just like, I'm so shocked. I don't even know how it is, what to say. Cut, cut this all. <laughs> Who's in charge of editing this? Oh, Will, steal these files. No. All right. Well, I don't know. Lemming seems all right. I can't beat that. Um, what about a red squirrel since they have red squirrels in uh the UK? Okay, what's the type? Fire electric? Fire electric red squirrel? Oh, it's gotta be electric something, so Yeah, well Togudamaru is uh electric steel and Dedene is electric fairy and Omoga is Electric flying. Electric flying and Pachirisu and below are just boring electric. Yeah, so red squirrel, electric fire. They do have a beaver. So red squirrels or Isurian red squirrels are a species of tree squirrel in some sort of family, I can't say. In Great Britain, Ireland, and Italy, they have uh, decreased drastically in recent years. The decline is also associated with the eastern gray squirrel from North America. Yep. Mm. Uh, Red red squirrel is good. I like that. Red squirrel and lemmings. Those are two good choices. I don't have a good one because I don't know anything about rodents. The lemming is real cute. Red squirrels are so cute. Like, there's a lot you can do with a red squirrel, too. Like, lemmings and red squirrels are very cute. With those, like, imagine, like, the tufts, like, the tufts of hair on the red squirrel being lightning or flames that I'm all about it. Electric fire, red squirrel, or electric ice lemming. Hmm. Uh, the only electric fire we have right now is, I think, Rotom? Yeah. Oh, good call, then. And then I think the only... I don't think we have electric... And the only Rotom is the electric ice is the fridge form. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. Never mind. I was thinking... I was like, there's no fridge. There's a washing machine, though. <laughs> there's both <laughs> there a fridge. definitely a fridge. And a washing machine. <laughs> um, Man, I was going to do Rotom as Pokemon of the Week, and now I didn't. Hmm. Mm. Drop the ball. Uh, speaking of Pokemon of the Week, Will, give us our Pokemon of the Week. Well, I got so many complaints. Okay. So many complaints that it was too hard. I was making it too hard for people to remember from one week to the next what the Pokemon was the last time. So, before you guys guess, I will give a couple of clues, reminder clues. I'm just so disappointed. I expected so much more from you folks. <laughs> person say maybe we'll should do pokemon of the week at the start of the episode and then give us the answer at the end of the episode i am giving you clues right now this is <laughs> as far as i will cave at this point in time <laughs> just let me 
please feel my air of disappointment. Um, so the clues are uh, St. Patrick's Day, French royalty acanthus leaf. If you don't evolve it, it will learn leaf storm at 10 levels before its final evolution form. What was the Pokemon? I know it. It was um, Gloom. Ugh. I, I don't remember all the stuff from last what week. What does Gloom have to do with St. Patrick? Because it's smelly. People get drunk on St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. Oh, they become... Wow. What a stretch. Well, yeah, that's a real big stretch, especially since it's... Servine. Servine. It is Servine. Between okay. Snivy and Superior, oh, it superior. is Servine. What it, does Servine have to do with St. Patrick's Day? It's a snake. St. Patrick is known for driving the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, okay. Correct. Plus, it's got the real sweet leaves on its back. It's so cute. It's got the acanthus leaf design yeah. on its skin. It's got a real sweet shuffle icon. Oh, I'm going to get you on Pokemon Shuffle this time. Servine's shiny is like that darker green that they seem to do with green shinies. They just make it like a darker green. Yeah, they make it a darker green. But it's still good. The yeah. entire Snivy line is so hotty, and I love all of them. Can yeah, I, I did that for one of my playthroughs. I think Black 2, I, I started with Snivy. Uh, Ken Sugimori said that Snivy, Servine, and Superior are based off French royalty, specifically mentioning them in the anime The Rose of Versailles as inspiration. Versailles. Versailles, sorry. Servine's physical features resemble an uh, acanthus leaf, leaf. Acanthus leaf, which I just said two minutes ago. Yeah, there you go. Because you don't listen to me. No, because it's you use big words. Like yeah. mice or mouse, and then I'm Yo. very confused. <laughs> I can't. Don't make me laugh that hard. I heard they have moose in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> we do have moose in That's Minnesota. Real, real at confusing the zoo. for Steve. It is. It is. Especially since it's mooses. There's uh, mises. Uh, there's not a whole lot of trivia wise on Servine. It's okay, though. I mean, I love the entire Snivy line. I mean, it is really a great, like, it's one of the few where that I like all all of the stages, I think, are charming in their own way. It's probably because I like their smug nature. Good old yeah, smug old leaf. smug leaf. <laughs> That's a real classic. What's our uh, Pokemon next week? Oh, all right. Well, I hope you guys are comfortable. Get get in comfortable position in your chair because yeah, you I'm complained sad. that it was too short the last time. So now I wrote a treatise oh, on boy. Pokemon. Let me let me prepare. Ahem, ahem. Now that we have had a peek at the next Pokemon games, I have decided that I am going to try to prepare a team ahead of time for the playthrough. In the past, when we have had a new region. I have usually done my first playthrough solely with Pokemon caught in the game. I don't think I will be doing that this time. So long as Game Freak lets me connect to Pokemon Bank. It's like, oh, this is going to be tough if there's no bank. I had also recently given thought to my love for bug-type Pokemon. A completely unexpected love that I didn't even realize I had. So, 
I am breeding an all-shiny mono-bug-type team for my trip through Gaylor. <laughs> if I am Gaylor. If Gaylor. I am unable to, to use it in Pokemon Sword, then I will wait for my second playthrough in Pokemon Shield. At this point, I have successfully bred a shiny Larvesta and am working on shiny Cutie Fly. I asked people for recommendations on other bugs to include and have gotten some good and bad recommendations. Mine was real good. Many people have been promoting Scizor, Heracross, and Pinsir, but they are too mainstream for my taste. Others have brought up Araquanid, Galissapod, or even Vicavolt. The Alola region has a lot of cool bugs. I don't want my team to be mostly Alolan, though, so I have continued my search. I did receive one recommendation that, honestly, I hadn't thought of, but that has now grabbed my attention. One could almost say that this particular bug has more forms than even Lycanroc, although technically they aren't forms. This Pokemon was definitely designed to frustrate the Pokemon collectors that must catch them all. While I was completing my Kalos Pokedex, I actually leaned heavily on this Pokemon. With its ability Compound Eyes and the possibility of teaching it TM46 Thief, this Pokemon was a great option for obtaining necessary evolution items in Kalos. If a Pokemon with Compound Eyes is the first Pokemon in your party, you have an increased chance of encountering wild Pokemon with held items. You can then use the move Thief when battling these creatures to make their held item your own. The only thing more stressful than trying to get a deep sea scale off of a fish was trying to knock a berry off a tree in the background so you could complete your berry collection. Unfortunately, this Pokemon cannot learn any moves that can help you with that. This Pokemon appears twice in Pokemon Shuffle, and each appearance provides a different skill. One version has Astonish, which will delay the Pokemon you are battling from disrupting the field. The other version has Flash Mob, which boosts damage based on the number of same type Pokemon there are on the field. Quite unjustly, this Pokemon does not appear in any of the Pokemon Ranger games. Okay, that's, that's your Pokemon of the week. I know it. I don't. I know it. I know it. I literally picked it so that Steve would know it, and now I'm really sad that he doesn't. I'll when I'm editing it and I listen to it, I'll probably figure out when I'm editing. But then the thing is, I'll I'll think of it at 2 a.m. and then in a week I'll be like, "What was it again?" This is why I write it down in my notes. Mm. Gotta take notes when I'm reading the Pokemon of the Week. See, Greg, you do it the right way. Apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm on it. Uh, will and I will be at PAX this weekend in Boston. If you would want to say hi to either of us, uh, you can tweet at us at washinthesink for Will at dragging a lake for me. That is probably the easiest way, I think, to meet up with either of us. I also wanted to say you don't have to be going to PAX if you're just like in Boston and would like to meet up with us. We can probably arrange for that as well. Correct. If you're in Minneapolis, I'll be here. Uh, we and ha- when it, when is our panel? Our panel is at seven thirty p.m. on Friday. Correct, Arachnid. <laughs> yes, Friday, March twenty ninth. 
7.30 p.m. Boston time in the Arachnid Theater. It will not be streamed. Arachnid. <laughs> I just also want to remind people that for the past two years at PAX East, uh, we have filled the room and they've had to turn people away. So try to get there a little early to get in line. I think um, the, I don't uh, want people to miss it. Arachnid Theater holds 400 people. And yeah, what Will said, they have always turned away people the last two years, at least at our East panel. Although this is um, 7.30. Uh, we've, usually we have a noon or a 2 p.m. panel. So uh, True. we haven't had a night panel. Um, that being said, there are not a lot of things to do at night uh, at PAX. So pretty easy to you know, not be waiting in a line. So you'll have time to come. Or maybe you just want to have dinner and uh, you don't want to come. But uh, if you're in the area, you want to come, 7.30, Arachnid Theater, Friday night. We'll be there the entire time, except I won't, I won't be there on Sunday. I will probably be playing Pokemon Go on Saturday in Boston Common Parks, as long as the weather permits. So yeah, I, uh, I, I think that is our weekend. Please don't. I I hear it after every convention. Somebody goes, oh, I saw you walking and I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> Please feel free to stop us. Oh, yeah. We literally go to these things to meet. I Like, if I'm at home, don't come knocking on my front door. I'm at the convention <laughs> to see you folks. All right. So that's your that's your opportunity. Just tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, Will. You're so good, and Greg is so evil. I just oh, I, like so glad that you are fighting that fight every week. And if you see me, you know, tap me on the shoulder and say, "Hey, can you please really step down from being host?" Uh, Will does a better job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't. Oh, Greg is at White Wing on Twitter, by the way. Yep. Thank you for everyone who has recently left us a review in. In Apple Podcasts, if you would like to help out, uh, help the show for free uh, on your iOS app or on your computer, jump into iTunes or the podcast app and leave us a review. We're getting close to 1,100 reviews in iTunes, so thank you. And uh, yeah, that will be our show. We'll still have our normal show next week. I get back uh, Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon, so I'll be recording next week and uh monday show will not be delayed or anything like that so this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective super evil <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. People just won't listen to me, but... I'm not evil. You are. Uh-uh. A big thank you and shout out to all the producers of It's Super Effective. Kevin, Cygnus, Jeff, Hatmatrick, Catherine, Alex, Anthony, and Michaela. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you made it to the end of this and you would like to support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash. 
And for $5 a month, you can get access to our anime podcast, Alola Vacation, exclusively for patrons of this show. Thanks.